the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who have been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. This is Leachy on this side of the desk. Don't stress, Xavier Ellis is here. Everything is okay, folks. Hello, Zave. Just here this morning, Leachy. That's all I'll add to that. Just here this morning. But uh, Slick Mick also down the tube. Good morning to you, mate. Uh, Thank you, Xavier. Leachy, the three of us today. We will get Britt Taylor a little bit later on. But um, Xavier, Herculean. Oh, effort to, to rise from the, the ashes. Off the canvas. Nah, look, I was on the canvas, I'm not going to lie. I did find the couch out of there and just shut the lids for a little while. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, mate, I'll tell you what. One day I'll die and they'll go, fall up, fall up, Alice. Fall up. <laughs> and Alice. The biggest heart you've ever seen. <laughs> this is your oh, sort of song today. That's it. I was down. Yeah. I was out. Fall up. Back. And I'll tell you what, fall you wait till I get back home and the two kids look at me. I'm the ghost of a human. I'm just going straight back to bed. But anyway... Great to be here on Saturday morning, a bit gloomy, but uh, we plough on there. Meanwhile, Mickey Barlow overnight, West Coast Eagles had their best and fairest. John Worsfold medal. Tom mm. Barras, sort of unsurprising taking out the win. Yeah, won it pretty easily, did Tom Barras. I'll give you the, t- I'll give you the top ten. Oh, right, you go, you give us the top ten. I'll give, give you the top ten. Do your best okay. padding. Um, oh, Zabe, I'm going to get one word to describe this player's season out of the yeah, top ten. Right. Okay, Tom Barras first. Huge. Shannon Hearn. Uh, a couple of words above expectations. Yeah, Tim Kelly third. Uh, surprising, very surprising, mm. very Jack. very very surprising. Everyone's darling Jack. Darling. Uh, average below average year set up by um, uh, by his inability to train and do everything early Good in the season. Uh, yeah, we warmed into it. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, of, it's a yeah. lot of words. <laughs> no, well, I've, got, I've got to unpack it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Triple M zone, Liam Duggan. I had some very good games, consistent, uh, and stood up in the back line uh, a lot of the season. Jack Redden. I thought Redo would be higher than that, to be yeah. honest with you. I thought he'd be. I thought he had a way better season than Tim Kelly and a yeah. way better season than Jack Darling. So I, I, thought, I was surprised by that. I thought uh, Redo played every game, turned up. Mm. Uh, when the chips were down, he put his head Concur. over the footy and went hard. I thought he. if I was doing uh, my... Uh, predictions, I'm pre-count. really surprised that those yeah. other two are in front of him. Oh, yeah, and Barras... Uh, Hearn, then Red, I would have had Red. Anyway, Red yeah. sixth, Luke Shuey seventh. Uh, a year to forget for boots. Yep, Jamie Cripps eighth. Uh, he's he's one of those players that uh, his work doesn't get highlighted in a, in an ordinary side. In a good side, he does a lot of the stuff that uh, the team. The behind the goals at. vision is usually everyone's uh, worst enemy yeah, as an AFL player. Jamie Cripps' is best friend, it's his mate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jermaine Jones, nice. Nah, huge. I thought he might have snuck in the top five. Um, okay, mm. but you know when you you're getting into it and you his fifteen disposal game or twenty disposal game v Luke Shuey's mm. twenty disposal game, you go, oh, Shuey was a bit quiet. But then if it's yeah. Jones, you go, gee whiz, that was really good. Yeah, because you're a bit surprised by it. So I thought he might have got a few extra votes on a bit of the surprise factor. I remember his uh, first uh, home game of the season. He was absolutely outstanding. Like he was yeah. every, I think he picked up 25, 30 possessions, and then maybe it was just that expectation. Maybe yeah, off the, the back of that. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'd say that that's probably one of the very, very, very slim finds of the season. Yeah, uh, Liam Ryan came in to round out the top ten. Uh, so. Didn't even know he played this year. To yep. be honest, like if you said how many games did Lee and Ryan play, and I, I said fifteen or twenty-two, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. I can't. There's not many moments from Lee and Ryan that you remember. And that's what you know, unpacking their season. Uh, that top ten, I'm I'm struggling to think of a player that didn't feature in the top ten that that made an impact. Other than like Jermaine Jones, that, that top ten could have been three years ago. Yeah, exactly right. So it's a worry for for West Coast in particular. Like Shannon Hearn will go on again. Has that been a, that's been announced? Yeah, all, oh, if it hasn't been announced. It's certainly happening. It's yeah. Certainly happening. Jack Redden's going on again. So they will yeah. need these more experienced guys to to go again uh, and contribute. But 
Next year, the top ten, you'd like to see Oscar Allen. He, he's the one that yeah. can come into that side and, and make them better straight away. Who else what have they got, Dave? What would you do with pick two? What would you do with pick two? Uh, no, they've got a draft. They're no, no, no. I, just, I know that, but would you try and split it and get six mm. and ten or oh, something like that? Okay. I think they get no. I think they get the best player. That, yeah, okay. I, no, that was a great question. This, yeah. this uh, hardball gets podcast. Um, I would go <laughs> just pick two, get the best player because Campbell Chesser is another player they haven't seen no. off the back of being injured all year. So Campbell Chesser, Oscar Allen, bring in pick two. Let's start. Let's let, let, let's sell some optimism. It's coming. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty bleak year again next year. I think if you were to pick the wooden spoon right now for next year, yeah. I, I, I think nine out of ten people are saying it's West Coast. I'm, pro- I'm mm. probably in that corner, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, and, and that's just where they've got to go. Uh, so pick two will become pick three with, of course, Brisbane uh, getting out Ashcroft, Ashcroft yep. which is going to be huge and unfortunate. Not West, <laughs> but like it would have been great that North grabbed Ashcroft and then West Coast get the second best player in the draft. But anyway, they're going to get the third best. But you're right, they've got to go right to the bottom and just gutter it out. I mean, Hoff showed some things. The thing about Campbell Chester is um, some supporters and that are, oh, Chester's back. But you're like, He's, he's picked fifteen. He's picked he's fifteen. It's, it's not he's like nineteen years of age. Yeah, he's not picked one. Like coming off, yeah. coming off a lower limb injury, which, yeah. which will take some getting used to coming uh, back from that. But I uh, liked Rep Bazar. He's another one. So let, let so there's another one there. Bazzo. There is some, and he. I think if he plays the whole year like he played his last five games, he, he he's similar to Jermaine Jones. He's probably the fine and, and, and jumps into the top ten. And don't forget, McGovern comes back as well. And uh, fit Jeremy McGovern. He needs to have a huge off season and just get fit. Nick uh, Oh, well, gee, we're going to. Yeah. Could be. We're, we're talking premierships. Yeah, mate, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm booking me tickets to September. <laughs> it's not happening. Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Okay, time to chat a bit of motorsport here on Dead Set Legends. Of course, Greg Rust has Rusty's Garage podcast. And the brand new What's Under the Bonnet podcast, both free on the listener app right now. And we cross to Rusty with some very exciting news because we've been keeping a track, guys, yep. on yep. Rusty's daughter and the netball. They were in the grand <laughs> final today, Rusty's. What's happened? We have literally just driven out and they won by one point. So the oh. elders are pretty happy right now. There it is. Tell you what, Rusty, I'm half a human <laughs> this morning after last night, but that has just put a spring in yeah. my step, mate. Well done to your daughter. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Uh, and we always like to know: did, did she get the best on ground, best on court? Will Smith. Uh, I, I don't know. But they, they play, as a team, they played really well together. That's the right line. That's the line we're after. But I'll tell you what: let's dive in, mate. Because we've got a lot of motorsport to talk about. And uh, the one man that circles around is our mate Danny Ricardo, of course. Uh, leaving McLaren at the end of the season. Now, here's just a little bit of audio that we've got of the announcement over the last couple of days. 2022 will be my last year with McLaren. Yeah, just obviously we put in a lot of effort on both sides, but just hasn't worked the way we wanted. Uh, so the team's decided to make a change for next year. So we had a lot of discussions, but uh, in the end we mutually agreed that it was the right thing for both of us. I will continue to do the rest of this year, absolutely. Um, and I'll continue to give it my all. Oh, Rusty, mate, break it down. Uh, let's dive into this situation with Dan Ricardo. Why has it failed, mate? It seemed like a match made in heaven there at the beginning. It really did. I mean, McLaren uh, back on the up, the team with so much history with legends like Alain Prost and Ayrton Senna in the, you know, in their archive, so to speak. Um, 
two different cars, two different seasons, two different sets of regulations. And other than the win at Monza, which is a pretty damn high, I mean, he, he yeah. was able to give them their first win since 2012. We should not forget that. Um, but it just hasn't consistently delivered in the manner that he hoped. And you know what? McLaren has put its hand up as well, guys, on the technical side. And they, they say, too, you know what? We have equity in this. You know, for whatever reason, we've not been able to give him um, the tool to do the job. But that piece of audio, I would encourage young sports people to go and listen to that in full because Dan is a total pro in the way yeah. that he handles right. Just... just um, Owned it, eyes forward, and and um, yeah. I mean, we we should be. It's it's a bittersweet scenario as he described himself, but very proud of the way that he's handled it. And and you're saying McLaren have, have taken some ownership in in the technical side of things, but they sound a little bit salty on a payout. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, some of the stuff you can glean from it. It sounds like the the boss uh, there, Zach Brown. And some of the team maybe have learned a little bit of a lesson about the, the devil in the detail relating to, I guess, performance clauses or whatever it, it may be for uh, for future scenarios. But you know, well played to Dan and his team if, if that's the um, if that's the scenario. So this story has many parts now, guys, about uh, who will take over um, from Dan. Can Dan find another quality ride somewhere um, in the Formula One field? And he's made it very clear, despite. McLaren saying to him, hey, look, you know, we can kind of keep the window open here. Do you want to go to IndyCar or what about Formula E and things like that? He's uh, eyes only on Formula One. And I still, I still think he has a lot to offer there, guys. He's one of the, the biggest stars of the grid, and he is still immensely fast. Oscar Piastri, so a lot about Dan Ricciardo, obviously, but Oscar Piastri, he's gone Formula 3, Formula 2 championships, both in his first year, reserve driver for Alpine, Alpine, likely. Alpine, Alpine, How likely is he uh, to get that opportunity at McLaren that's opened up? Uh, a little bit to play out there. I, I think very likely. That's probably the. I mean, it's pretty clear from the way the chess pieces are lining up here that, that they want him, and and he clearly wants to go there. We talked on the show a couple of weeks ago about the Formula One contract review board. Um, going over the paperwork to see whether he's clear to move. I actually thought that had been rubber stamped and was okay, mm-hmm. but in fact, there's a bit of that uh, to, to happen this coming week. So um, he's an immensely talented guy who should be on the grid now, and we, we want to see him get his chance, that, that's for certain. So Hart kind of says, um, although the Alpine management, uh, you know, this, one of the senior guys at Renault still remains there and was was when Dan left. A lot of the other management um, have changed since Ricardo left, so that might pave the way for Daniel to go there, and that car was pretty handy with Fernando Alonso at the wheel, so that could be the best option for him, and, and Gut says that's most likely where he'll end up, and we would love to see Oscar going toe-to-toe week in, week out with Lando Norris. He's got the talent for that. Mm, absolutely, mate. Well, there has been, has been a little bit of a scent, though, around uh, Oscar and, of course, his manager, Mark Webber, a couple of Aussies there. And the lack of loyalty uh, shown to Alpine, Alpine, Alpine. Uh, is Mick Barlow. <laughs> uh, is that fair, mate? Boy, is that fair that there's still a bit of that smell getting around? I, I, I don't like. I, I haven't seen it, but I don't like some of the the negative social stuff that's, that's going around. People are entitled to their view, naturally. But guys, let's just pull the blinkers off here for a moment, right? Let's imagine you're a rookie player in any sport. Could be could be footy, could be whatever, and you sense that there's a window to maybe move up to the, to the big league because something else isn't working out. 
There's no way you can tell me that you would not put your hand up. Of course you're going to put mm. your hand up. Mm. Do I believe that this is Mark Webber and Oscar Piastri trying to knife Daniel Ricciardo? No, I don't. I, I just see that this is its a brutal game, guys. It's the pointy end of, of, of business and sport. And, of course, you would put up your hand if there is an opportunity to, to go there. And, and Webber is a great guy to have in your corner for the Piastri's mm. to have in their corner as they go about this, you know, this difficult uh, next couple of days now. There's a, there's, um, mm. You know, it, it needs to be okay from a, a contract standpoint before he can actually leave. And, and Alpine, your, to your point, are, uh, uh, you know, using words like disloyalty and things like that and have talked about pursuing something maybe through the French courts mm. um, as well. So we'll see. Mm. Mick's Ooh, been right. trying to knife me in the back in my job for <laughs> two years now. Two years. Still Rusty. can't get him, Rusty. I still can't get him. But, yeah. hey, there's actually some racing uh, around a track this weekend. Surprisingly enough, Belgium, it's the longest track on the calendar and there's a bit of rain overnight. So how will that all go? Um, it's magic track, guys, in the in the Ardennes Mountains. They're very special. So seven days, one of the kind of classic old-school venues on the calendar. And despite people saying, oh, you know, is its place on the calendar safe? It should be. It should stay. It's, it's an icon. So Max Verstappen, quick. There's a lot of car changes that have emerged, uh, things they've developed and learnt over the summer break there in Formula One. And a number of drivers uh, are going to, you know, cop penalties here for engine changes. They're only allowed a, a very limited bank that they can use for the year. And I reckon that's going to spice the grid up. So Verstappen fast from Leclerc and Lando Norris in the top three as well. And we like a fiery Greg Rust, and that's exactly what we've had this morning, of course. <laughs> uh, Rusty's Garage Podcast, What's Under the Bonnet Podcast. You can find him just about everywhere. Everywhere. Around Australia and New Zealand. Uh, listener app, go get it. Greg Rust, thanks very much for joining us this morning. It's been great to get on the open line. I got a bit, uh, got a bit feisty. Sorry, that would have been Rusty's three-quarter time speech to the girls this morning. Can you imagine the fire and brimstone <laughs> coming out after that? <laughs> I get, I get vocal on the sidelines, but I'm well behaved. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good man, mate. Enjoy that weekend. The checkered flags out for Rusty's motorsport update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Xavier Ellis and Mickey Barlow in the chair today. Leachy on this side of the desk. Britt Taylor will be joining us from... Where is Britt? Oh, remarkable. In well, Mykonos, if you don't mind. She'll be joining us a little bit later on this morning. How are you going, by the way, Xavier Ellis? You're, you're me, fighting mate, fit. Ten, 10 out of 10. Go for He's, lifted. He's lifted. You go for a run after this. Can, what about when about, that red light goes can, on and when the red light goes off? It's can, a different person. <laughs> Mickey Barlow, compared to 60 minutes ago, very different story. To, uh, yeah, it was just Leach and I in the prep for today's show, about 30 minutes of prepping. And you can probably tell I'm really sharp. You yeah. are. We've done the prep. Yeah. Tried to FaceTime Zave, see where he was. And, and then, <laughs> How did that uh, go? From all reports, he was out the back on the couch. Uh, toes were north, and he was enjoying <laughs> some R and R. But hey, on the back of it's funny because today's Saturday, and you know we're revving into a weekend. Everyone should be fresh and available, and, and feeling really good weekend. about themselves. Yes. Yep. <laughs> feeling really good about themselves. So Friday's where you build your feeling and your attitude towards the weekend. So yesterday morning, I was feeling good about myself. I thought, you know what, I'm going to lift a friend. So I sent a voice memo to my friend Xavier Alice to get him through the week. Morning, Zave. 8.24 over there in the west. Um, just firing off a voice memo. Uh, just trialling this new wave of communication rather than punching out texts and getting arthritis in your, th- uh, in your thumb. Thought I'd just throw out a voice memo uh, to encourage you for your Friday to take the day on, uh, to freshen yourself up before the weekend. 
and come ready to play tomorrow morning because, as you know, it's the biggest time of the morning, Dead Set Legends, uh, Saturday morning, Triple M. Um, we'll talk to Rusty. Uh, that's all I think we have in the pipeline at the moment um, because preparation is key. And at the moment, the key... He's jammed in the lock. <laughs> I'll agree yeah, with that. Now, I said the key was jammed in the lock because at, at, at uh, oh. my house, uh, well, at home, I had a key jammed in the lock for six months before I tried to figure it out. At but anyway, I sent you that, Dave. And, that got um, me up. But people got, do wonder why I have a drinking problem now because I can work with you. That, that got you up. And I, I didn't know where it was going to go with the response. I, I opened myself up. And I opened myself up to a little bit of backlash from you, but it was great what you came back with. Thanks, Mick. Appreciate the uh, the Friday rev up. Um, rev up, you like that, Rusty? Uh, mate, <laughs> I look forward to, to linking up with you tomorrow. Uh, no Brittany Taylor. She's making some friends over in the uh, the European ranges. But uh, you and I, mate, uh, we have kids. We understand the uh, necessity of us turning up on a Saturday morning and working and working hard. Uh, and we'll do that, and we'll continue to do it at a high level. Uh, there's no... There's no excuses. It's not a roller coaster. That's what makes the best the best. We sit between an eight and a half and a nine and a half out of ten. There's no ten out of tens, but there's no four out of tens. That's what we do. So how's that? He said you can you can sit between an eight and a half and nine and a half. And what did you say before? You're ten out of ten right now. Yes, yeah, so, well, yeah, just feeling ten. Yeah, he's operating. Yeah. He's operating somewhere between. But Dave, I really, I didn't mean. Yeah, you know, go out and uh, obliterate yourself and, 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 and push push your family and your no, kids to the side. I didn't. To be honest, I, I was thinking more we can really uh, make it make a difference to others yeah, rather than deteriorating nah, your own health. No, nah, no, nah, that voice memo, mate. Which is what I realised. I was going to go home and prep up, but I realised yeah. you'd done it all with the rusty <laughs> reference. So I knew what we had on the show, and I was ready to go. Oh, I tell you what, Dave. You and I, though, you know, there's no traffic. When you go the extra mile, and that's what you and I do. That's not bad. That's very good. He'll load up, and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Here we go. Okay, $150 voucher to the Boab Tavern up for grabs today for 92.9 Triple M. Dead Set Legends Game of Games. It's Xavier Ellis versus Mickey Barlow. They are about to play for two callers. We're going to East Frio first. Sabina, hello. Hey, how you doing? Going wonderfully, lads. Um, put picture cases now to Sabina. Sabina, mate, I'm I'm really hungover and probably not on my best game today, to be honest with you. But that's the sort of person I am. I don't lie to my people, yeah. to my mates. So yeah. I'm just being honest. I'm putting it out in the line there for you. The problem is when the red light's been on uh, to go on air. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Oh, no, no, no. Bulletproof. Know. A performer. Um, Sabina, you're only as good as your last effort. And uh, last week I won. So that's as much yeah. as you need. Sabina, who are you going for? Well, I think, Xavier, you haven't had your, your bacon and egg burger yet this morning. I think I'm going to have to go for Mickey. Yeah, no, it's fair, mate. I completely understand that. <laughs> uh, that means it Pete... was the other way around, then maybe, you know, maybe you could be going for me. But, yeah. you know, this time I think you need a... I, I, I completely understand that, mate. But Pete and Como, that means you get Xavier Ellis. Are you okay with that? Oh, I reckon uh, that's when Zave's in his best form. Yeah. Yes. See, this is it. Punch I... before getting punched. That sort of theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Here we go. This is how it works. Five names, five former AFL, VFL players. Oh, uh, VFL, AFL. There's a little there hint there. today because today we're heading to the 80s and 80s Brownlow winners. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, Usually, Leachy, we kind of get three players and then we try and guess. The trend, but anyway. Well, I've decided oh. I'd go early just to give you a little Zay, bit Zay, you're a... up first today as well. Good luck. Right, Good luck, okay. everyone. All right, here we go. A West Aussie that won the Brownlow at North Melbourne in 1983, Ross Glendenning. Oh, Glenn Ross Denning. the boss. Uh, the I'm going to go now. 179 games for Roscoe. 179. Oh, oh. 
And then came back to uh, West Coast. I'm going to go 179. 179 for yeah, Xavier Ellis. I went with 194. 194 for Mickey Barlow. Team Mickey. It's my best time of the week. What an absolute belter. Ended up with 230. What did you play at North played Melbourne? Played 190 at North Melbourne and then yeah. played 40 here at the West Coast. Eagles. Yeah, sorry, Pete. I knew I buggered that as soon as I opened my mouth. Uh, well done, Mick. Great start by you. Good Thank start. Thank you. You're very, very positive today. It's remarkable. It's, this is... it's oozing positivity. Anyway, yeah. next one, uh, uh, must, Aluichi. Must have been that motivation from you yesterday, <laughs> Mickey Barlow. Uh, shared the Brownlow with Tony Lockett in 1987. Ooh, the Rat. The Rat. John Platten. John the Rat Platt. Uh, played a lot of football. I'm going to go with 261 games. 261. I got a fraction less than I'm going to go 243. Two, 243 for the rat. Round two, line 261's medalist. a lot of games. Yeah. 261's a lot. Play a lot. Team of... Mickey. It's my best time of the week. What an absolute belter. 258. Whoa. Do you play any SNFL as well in there? Uh, well, not in, before, he would have played some SNFL. Yeah. But he's yes. a Central District's um, hero. There you go. Well done, Mick, mate. You're being very, very good early. Uh, Pete, sorry, mate. Not looking great for you at the moment, <laughs> Sabina. Um, sit there and get ready to win the voucher. Let's go. Come Admittedly, on. Admittedly, I still don't know where Mickey's phone is just quietly. No, no. Yeah, righto, Mickey. Won a Brownlow at Collingwood in 1979, then moved to Melbourne and oh, won yeah. the 84 yeah, Brownlow. Yep, yeah, more. Peter Moore. Peter Moore. Xavier up. Mick, do you want to go? Oh. Peter Moore. I'm going to go with 148. 148. That's low. I would have thought for two brown lows. No, he's, when he was out there, he made it count. Okay. Uh, one four, I'm going to go 155. <laughs> I'm a high energy guy. But he's got some class. Come I, I would have said, I was going to say 190. Uh, 249 yeah, we ended go. up at. 172 yeah. at Collingwood, 77 at Melbourne. So you're back in there, Zay. Yeah, no, I'm alive. I'm you're alive. I'll tell you what, Mick. Watch me turn into an arrogant prick if I get this uh, one. That was poor by me. Hey, I, I, I'm just I've saying to you, Pete, it. Just, the, the lift is coming now from Zay. Dusty <laughs> Moore's old man, mate. Go, Zay. Uh, Sabina, you're one Can't away wait. from victory. Let's see what happens here. I've never heard Go, of it. Thanks, Sabina. Got this. Yep. Yeah, that's mm, all I needed. 1989 Brownlow medalists. Part of Geelong's team of the century, the wonderful Paul Couch. Oh, Couchy. 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 Um, his son's doing some wonderful things on the tennis circuit. Yeah. Oh. I've written down my answer. Xavier, you uh, go first. 243 for Couchy. Oh, I went with 202. 202. Hmm. Team Zave. Oh, yeah. I'm a high energy guy. You are. 259. Here I am, Pete. I've You're woken guilty. up. Here we go. Oh, Last oh. one. Sabina, sorry, mate, back in the cart. No, you're not going there at the moment. <laughs> Righto, let's go. Sabina uh, was on her way to the Boab right yeah, now. Boab had the order in already. Keep going, Sabina. Keep Don't going. It's all, good. all right, here we go. It's down to this one. Played at three clubs. Oh, yeah. Winning a brown Mercenaries. at the Bulldogs in his very first year in the Brad VFL. Hardy. Yeah, Brad Hardy. 1985, Brad Hardy. Yeah, Mick, you're first. Too. That's a shame. <laughs> um, I don't think he played that much. One... I'm going to go... 168. 168 for Mickey Barlow. 168. Did he come back here and play some footy at yeah, South Korea? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 168. Ooh, that's that a, a good bit? number, Mick. That's a, that's a healthy guess. Um, yeah, thanks, congratulations. So, hey, Sabina, if we go down, oh, that's a pretty good guess, I'm feeling. Sabina, right. what would have you gone with? Oh, uh, maybe 170. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, near enough. Uh, I don't know. One six eight. I'm going to go 155. 155 for Xavier Ellis. Who gets the win, ladies and gentlemen? 
Team Zave wins. Oh, <laughs> 150! <laughs> there you go, Pete, mate. Have a good weekend. That just that voucher just slides straight into your back pocket, mate. Magnificent. Thank you very much. Oh, oh Sabina, I, I feel, feel for sick. you there. I feel for you, Sabina. Uh, that's okay. I must have misunderstood your, your coffee drinking abilities, and you, you need to have another one. <laughs> yeah, I will, actually. And you, and you also overestimated Mickey Barlow. Yeah, but we that's all it. know it's Mick's not fully with it. We all <laughs> know it's ha- that. It's happened before. It's happened many yeah. times before. The Gold Coast, sons. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Pete. Well done, Sabina. Xavier Ellis no, off that's the what canvas. Yeah, no, I was on the canvas about an hour and a half ago. You were? Ooh, I'm back now. Oh, Dead Set Legends on Perth's 92.9. Triple M, Xavier Ellis, Mickey Barlow. They're geared up for a huge second hour. I can feel it that there's just this energy that's just joined us. Mm. I know this energy. It's uh, mm. someone who's been very busy this week making... Oh, friend. Oh, new friend. Friend. Oh, friend. He's my friend. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. <laughs> Lots of friends. Mm. Brett Taylor, Hello. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, with that introduction, I'm going to hang up on you guys. Now, 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 Britt, you went over there with a great concern about meeting friends and whatever. Well, I'll tell you what, you've you've tagged 4,000 people in. You've made some mates over there. Oh, I have not found an Australian in the entire week that I've been here. So I arrived on Monday. We're now 4 a.m. on Saturday morning. uh, Live from the nightclub. Very sunny Mykonos. (laughs) (laughs) The night... Okay. The timing here is not conducive to my time zone. People go out for dinner at 9pm. Like 9pm is the dinner mm, booking. That's 9.30 is the time I usually go to bed. Yeah, yeah. 4am 4 4am would actually be an early night. Are you surviving? That people would still be walking home. Yeah, I am. I'm surviving. Are you flourishing? I'm burnt at the moment. <laughs> I'm going great. It's... Uh... Yeah. Well, let's del- let's delve into this. Let, let, let's, let's go a couple of songs. We'll delve into this in just a few moments' time. Brit's Adventures in Mykonos. Oh, Tubby Taylor, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> He's gone with it again. <laughs> He's gone with it on air, Brit. Well, Brit, uh, we were just chatting during the song and uh, catching up on all things Glenn Waverley. But, um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, um, Mick- and, and by extension of that, what price it would take? No, 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 in the morning where you I are. thought Britt was meant to bring some finesse to this segment <laughs> or the show today. So, But let's talk about uh, Britt's trip, shall we, Dave? Because she went over there with uh, no hope, no friends. Yeah. Um, she said, we just came in one Saturday and said, I'm off to bloody ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. No <laughs> friends. I'm, obviously, you follow uh, closely on the Instagram feed and... Um, the first couple of days were predictable, Zave. You know, she was yeah. doing yoga, doing the the, the mirror selfie. Um, she was going for breakfast on her own. Through the room, she, you know, the room Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of a stuff. photo of the, the water, you know, look at the yeah. water where I am, have a look at me. And we thought, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone all the way across the world. <laughs> to sit for yeah. breakfast by herself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but remarkably, she's... Um, Come she was very life. nervous about Come making friends, but yeah. how did it all eventuate? You've got friends from New York, from oh, Paris, friend. from oh, Egypt. Um, not one oh, Australian friend. friend. So go, go on. How's no. it all happened? How do you, how do you meet a friend? Not one Australian. Okay. Well, the first few days I learned something. It's that if you're traveling solo, you don't stay at the bougie hotel because the rich people aren't friendly. So oh, they're yeah. there oh, already sort of. How do they know you're rich? You're not saying rich Laid hotel. By the beach. <laughs> they don't really, you know, they're in their couples. They're not yeah. really interested in, in talking that much. But uh, going on a, a, a boat trip was big because there's literally people from all around the world. Uh, went to. So Scorpio's you signed up for a boat trip? 
Yeah, and it was, was brave. unreal. It was like Very a catamaran boat. Well, but the second I got on the boat, they were like, "Oh, who are you here with?" I was like, "No, just by myself." But everyone was just like, "Oh, really?" And then and like, it could go, that could go one of two ways. Point. That could have gone one of two ways. No, oh, really? they were lovely, lovely people. Did we it's never saw Brit ever again. The, you think it's going to turn into Pirates of the Caribbean or something? <laughs> so, mate, Mick and Oscar, what's one the next? The what's the next leg for you? Uh, well, I don't really know. I'm going to move on today. Um, so I'm going to go to Paros. And because the people who I met on the boat are in Paros, so I've got some friends there. Oh. Uh, probably just spend a day there. And then I have to go somewhere tomorrow, but I don't know where. Any suggestions? I'm thinking either Italy or Croatia. Excuse my ignorance. Um, it's not Paris, is it? Paros. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paros, the island. Right. Oh, so not Paris. <laughs> not so Paris. Paris. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, okay. get to Italy. Get to Italy. That's all I can say. I don't know how long it'd take you or, or what, what the cost would it be, but just lob over it. Don't go to Rome. Go somewhere else, but go to Italy. But I'm, I thought that Croatia was sort of cheap as well. Like, I thought that was one of the selling points of it. Like, it's got a lot of the, the ancient sort of stuff there, but it's also very cheap. Is it cheap, Brittany? Leachy, when my best bet gets up, nothing will matter. How no, that's right, actually. We'll get yeah, to that in a couple call. minutes. Good point. Money yeah. is no problem for Brittany Taylor. <laughs> Spend it in advance, get the credit cards out, fill them up to the maximum, and then just take it off later on today. It's clever. Can I afford the Italian food, though? The free bread, the pasta, mm, the pizza? Well, you're the one, that, you're like, the one that mentioned f- it last f- week, f- Britt. Fiscally or? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Fitnessly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a massage. I had a massage by a Greek uh, old older gentleman. He said, "Oh, you're you're very beautiful, very good body, but um, hmm, hmm, your stomach, you hold a bit of extra water. That you need to drink some more water, flush out all the toxins." Wow, <laughs> you're carrying a bit on the gut. Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he was massaging exactly me. <laughs> this is as Dave Alice is uh, nine ten a.m. nine fifteen a.m. He's having a, a packet of Red Rock Deli chips. <laughs> Well, the big advice he gave me was no salt. He said, you need to avoid salt. Normal salt, fine. Extra salt, no, no, no. Okay, okay. No, mate, I get to Italy. You can afford it, trust me. Mate, you you won't put on an ounce of weight. No, not at all. I I couldn't possibly. How about when I got on the boat and there was an an Amal Clooney lookalike from 20 years ago? She was probably the most glamorous girl you've ever seen on this boat and – if you if you've seen my Instagram, the one thing that I learned is that I'm a very bad diver. <laughs> oh, I thought that was oh, mate, well, Are you new to swimming or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard from up that high to just launch yourself head first. Yeah, and uh, you know, we could mate, you ride a horse at sixty k's yeah. an hour, but you can't do a little pin drop off the boat. It's a nope. thre- it's a nope. three point entry. That's what it is. It's yeah. two hands and your a foot. foot. Your foot's gone in first, but your head's leading the way. I can't work that out. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you did. This is Brit's Best. So, Brit Taylor, uh, deliver, please. Let us know what you got. Okay. Well, I need to pay for uh, this trip, and I'm going to do that by going Ooh. to Melbourne. Oh, yeah. We had the first group one of the season last week. We got the first group one in Melbourne in the Memsey Stakes, but we're going West is Best with Western Empire, yes. the WA mm. horse from Bob Peters. WA jockey? Their first up. Yes, Damien Lane on board. So 
look at Mickey, the racing expert here. <laughs> well, you're, you're out holidaying. I thought this two weeks I'm going to really pick up the slack. Have you found any good horses in Greece? Anything we can bring home? <laughs> Funny you should say that. Well, you better swear. You <laughs> the dump button. Jesus. <laughs> Get it's 4 a.m. No, and different actually... broadcasting rules in Greece, but still, come on, mate. No, I saw three horses yesterday. Um, at, uh, there's a horse riding centre here next right. to a restaurant. I thought I can find them anywhere. Uh, bring home no a, Western Empire for me. Bring home an apprentice. Well, for me, oh, Brent... Hang on, hang on, hang on. You know we need this. Saves money, oh, put in, saves money, take out, saves money, you put it in, and you take it back out, and that's what it's all about. Simple as that. Mm. Yeah, life's complicated today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just uh, really roll through this quite quickly. To oh, be here we go. Because I haven't, just got, haven't got it in me to really spark up. But what's the finger doing? Well, it's bloody headed to the races for some reason. Oh, I can't work it out. I'm off the core field. And I'm going to the... back in Damien Lane himself, Mick, the WA boy. Yes. And I'm going to go, go to race. for Damien. I'm going to go to race three. Okay. Mm. Number seven. Mm-hmm. Pistiro. Oh. Pistiro. Pistiro. Just let that sink in. Let oh. it sink in. Can you feel that in the court, in, in oh, your oh, pause? Oh, I've never felt so much um, you know, immersement in a segment ever. You put it in, <laughs> and then you just take it. And you it, take it out. Take yeah. it out really quickly and gently. And Brit's been living five star over there, so it's. Um, we really need Damien Lane to have a good day. That's right. We need Damien Lane. If he doesn't, it's all on Damien Lane. Western Empire, though. I do really like that. Uh, and Bob Peters, during the week, there's been pretty high on uh, the chances of this horse maybe progressing towards a Cox Plate. Mm, okay. All right. That wraps Which it up. Which is pretty big. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. All right, Britt Taylor, we're going to let you go now. You go enjoy the rest of Mikonos. Thank you for joining us. We Four a.m. Four a.m. Straight happens. to the nightclubs. Thanks, guys. Straight back to bed. No, it's Taylor. Off you go. <laughs> Get more good podcasts on the listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.